Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord in Amen we trust as the Republican intellect. The real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time. The mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual Newton Minkares. This is Mentelect Radio. And tonight, tonight, we're going to speak about why most people cannot live without chaos and confusion in their lives. You know, this is a real uh, phenomenon amongst people. You know, people who like to start a lot of shit, shit starters. People who run their mouths, just talking, gossiping, stuff like that. You know, on the low end of it, it starts off as gossip, backbiting, talking behind people back, all kind of shit, you know, like that. Raw and uncut. Um, you know, it starts off that way, and it can end up in full-on fights and arguments and whatnot with family, gathering members and things like that, because somebody always feels like just because they have an opinion of someone that that should be brought to light. Let me just be for real here. I talk about people. I've spoken about people, so I don't get down on people who talk about people because I've talked about people. But, see, the difference between me and others is I won't, you know, the things I say behind your back, I will say right in front of your face, honestly. And it's not even to be harsh or cruel, but to be honest. You can't fight people for having an honest opinion about other things, about people in general. But it can lead to chaos and confusion because you just got people who just like to be talking just to be talking, saying things just to be saying things because they need a little bit of that chaos and drama in their world. It helps them to function because certain people are just too bored with things being melancholy, good, and things being righteous. Certain people, that's boring to them. That's boring to them. They got to start a little bit of shit. First and foremost, before I go forward, can everybody hear me? I want to make sure everybody can hear me. You know, like I said, um, you know, I said this before, you know, uh, people gossip and say things they say. I learned not to really take it to heart or when people talk about people, because, again, like I said, I talk about people. You see, everybody has, you could say something about a little bit of everybody. But when it gets to be disrespectful, when it's uncalled for, when you, you're saying things just to be talking. Because a lot of times when people talk about people, they're just doing it just to be talking. It's done in passing, in conversation and whatnot. You know, but, again, you can't fight people's general, you know, you can't fight people's general consensus about each other. You can't fight that. You see, you can't fight people's general consensus about each other. Like I said, that starts off in the beginning as chaos and confusion. That starts it off because a lot of times people don't know when to stop it. A lot of times people don't know when to stop it and they bring it into the world of others and it causes chaos and confusion. You see, it can cause problems within the communities. It can cause problems within the nation. It can cause problems where any place where you're at in family structure. Because like I said, I, I said this before, you can't stop people from having opinions about people. and you can, But again, a lot of it is based in chaos and confusion. You see, 
some people can't live without that chaos in their world. Like I said, gossip is a little bit of that. It's a little bit of it. All right? It's a little bit of that chaos and confusion in the world. But, like I said, we should all strive for peace and harmony. We should all strive for that because that will bring you into a greater state of who you are meant to become. That will bring you into a greater state and a greater power of who you to become when you keep that chaotic and confused mindset at bay, when you keep it at bay. I said this before. I, I said this before. I said trying to stop people from gossiping, men and women, or just talking about people in general is like trying to stop a baby from crying. You can't do that. They're going to cry just like they're going to talk about people have opinions about people. I'm realistic about that. But what you think is to yourself, you know, you want people to be better than that. You want people to be better than that. I don't chastise people for talking about people, but I would like you to be better than that. I would like people to be better than that around me because I come out of that world. My father, he, it seemed like he couldn't go a day without talking shit about somebody, my own father, his family members, things like that. But that's my father, right? You know. And I took it as being blunt and frank and whatnot and all this other business because, again, people leave impressions in, you know, about themselves. And it might not be impressions that people mean to leave about themselves, but keep in mind, the same way you speak about people is the same way people can speak about you. You see, the same way you speak about people is the same way people can speak about you. And ask yourself the question, how would you feel if you heard people speaking about you ill and you might not see yourself that way, but you might not, you might get offended by it? See, that's the thing that gets me about people who speak about people. You don't like you 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 feel free to speak about people until somebody speaks about you. Until somebody talks shit about you. See, the chaos and confusion usually from the person that carries it in their life, they don't want to be a part or attached to that chaos and confusion themselves. They don't want nobody talking about them, but they want to feel free to talk about other people. That's just a small part of it. Then you got the people that move on to bigger drama in their life. They got to be arguing and fighting. You know, those are usually the people that show up in the family. It's always some slander back by somebody got something to say and whatnot, you know. But in the bigger scheme of things, in the bigger picture of things, you got to ask yourself, is this going to help with you becoming a greater person, a better person, an extended person? Is that going to help you? I mean, sure, I'm not going to down people because, like I said, I would be a hypocrite to down people about speaking about people. I don't talk about a bunch of people. I don't, th- I don't, you know, you know, build stuff, say stuff about people and stuff that I wouldn't, you know, saying that I not necessarily, I don't necessarily, you know, find bad or good. It just is what it is. My thoughts on you, you see, but it's always with respect. It's always with respect because. I got to respect anybody who is after the order of Amun, the people who come after the order of Amun. I got to respect you. I got no other choice whether I like you or dislike you. I got to respect you. But I would hope that you would raise the bar. Same way I, I, I got to raise the bar every day in my life. Things I don't want to do in my life. Things I don't want to be a part of in my life that wanna, where I can become a better person. You see, that's the things that I would want 
for you all to become better people, real people. I talked about raising the bar away from the chaos and confusion and establishing law and order. You know, one of the commandments, even though we don't follow the Ten Commandments, is not to bear false witness on thy neighbor, not to kill, not to steal, not to rob, not to do any of these things. There's a reason why bearing false witness on on their neighbor was up in the top ten. Because that can start problems. That can cause chaos and confusion. That can get hurt people hurt. You see, it can cause a lot of bad blood. And so we got to be mindful of that. We got to always ask ourselves, could this potentially, the things we say, the things we do, and our love of chaos and confusion, because chaos and confusion, let's be for real, chaos and confusion can be exciting. You see, what chaos and confusion can be a little fun. Talking about people, you think you bonding with other people by talking about people and stuff like that, but it's actually making you look bad. You see, because people looking at you side-eyed, if there's not a reason. You see, if there's no reason, we all need to get better because, like I said, all chaos and confusion, I, I gave with gossiping and things like that, a small rating, a small uh, review, or I gave it a small uh, um, measure, but it can lead to something bigger. So we have to be mindful of that. We have to be mindful of our behavior. We have to be mindful of what it is that we're trying to establish here. And as we're trying to establish something here, Or if you're trying to establish any long-lasting thing, be it family, whatever, friendship, brotherhood, sisterhood, you must keep chaos and confusion at bay. There's a lesson to be learned here in keeping chaos and confusion at bay. Because when you learn to keep chaos and confusion at bay, law and order will proceed and harmony and peace will ensue. See, a lot of people are bored when it's too quiet, when it's too harmonious. A lot of people get bored with that. They get bored, and it's a part of them that wants to stir the pot up a little. You see, they might even make up stuff about people just to have something to say or overdo it on their perceptions of people, stuff like that. It's all to create an excitement in their little world, just to create a little excitement, a little you know, angst in their world, because we taught as black, as, as, we, as we were taught as so-called black people, you know, the, under, the underlying uh, the underlying message and what we were taught was a little chaos and confusion never hurt nobody. We were taught that in a roundabout way that a little bit of chaos and confusion never hurt nobody. Okay? A little bit of anger, a little bit of drama, a little bit of back and forth. We grew up watching aunts, our mothers, our aunts, our grandmothers talk crap about people on the phone. We grew up listening to all that, right? And we all have we all heard that? Heard our fathers talk stuff about people. So again, people are gonna talk about people. Right? People are gonna talk about people, slander people, people are gonna say little things and whatnot. Whatever. There's a bigger picture to all of this. You see, there's a bigger point to all of this. And that is clarity, telepathy, psychometry, inter- intuition, intervention. Intervention is a sensory because we can intervene in something 
that can at one point in time go off the rails, relationships, friendships, everything. We can intervene with something greater to add, to bring about that evolution, or we can destroy things in its tracks. See, being raised amongst black people, we've been taught to destroy potential friendships, potential brotherhoods, sisterhoods. We've been taught to destroy that in our tracks. So that's foreign to us. See, being black people, we have not been taught to embrace family, brotherhood, sisterhood, true brotherhood, true sisterhood, true family. We haven't been taught that. Usually in our black families, it's strung together with a whole lot of gossip and back talk and bullshit. That's what it's usually strung together with. Unfortunately, our relationships are strung together by foolishness like that. You see? And we are the recipients of that. We have been poisoned by that. So we don't know what true and genuine brotherhood and sisterhood is. Unconditional love. You see, because we all got flaws. Every last single one, even me, even me, we all got flaws. We all got that little taste of chaos and confusion. We like to talk shit. We like our little thing. We like to laugh over certain things. I'm guilty as charged as well. It will never be to the detriment of this family, this community, or anything else. It will never be. I'll always stop myself short of that. And people should learn to stop themselves short of that as well. We need to learn to watch our mouths. Because the greater you is watching the greater you is watching. And somewhere the greater you is shaking their head. The greater you is watching. I'm being very real. I'm not even being transparent. The greater you is watching and shaking their head. And is disappointed in the you that can be so thoughtless, that can talk shit, run your mouths, be black where you are now being commanded to be bright, be illuminating, be a beacon of brightness, illumination for your brothers, for your sisters, for your family. Be that beacon of brightness. Be that pure force of illumination. Know when to shut your damn mouth. Know when to move forward in clarity and harmony again. We've been poisoned by black people. We've been poisoned, all of us, me included. And we still recuperating from that poison. We still recuperating. We don't know where it's still is still foreign to us that we don't know a world where there's no drama. We we don't think it's that there could be a world with no drama. We're not thinking it can be a world without slandering and gossiping, backbiting. So I forgive it. When if I hear it, I forgive it. I get it. Because I can't be cold and down on it when I've done it myself. I can't be. All I can do is try to check myself and let it be known that it's harmless. It's harmless. Because I wish nobody no ill will that I talk about. Because if I truly wish you ill will, you wouldn't be here. But words are very powerful. And the impressions you leave in the minds of people who you give words to, you have to be careful of that. Because those very daggers you throw out at people will be thrown back at you one day. Always keep that in mind. If you're going to give an honest and real assessment of someone, make it about yourself. 
Don't make it so don't be so quick to make it about everybody else. See, I give clear assessments of myself, and then I feel free I can talk about anybody else because I'm just being honest. I'm not trying to be malicious or vicious. Make it always about you because you are the center. You are the focus. You are the one who is going to evolve away from that, which is not fruitful for law and order. You see, you have to breed law and order. You have to breed law and order. You have to raise law and order in yourself. When I received the transmission to do this, I was in a totally different headspace. I wouldn't even want to do this, but like I say, it just came to me the other night. You see, it came to me. No, actually, no, actually, actually this this topic came to me. No, this topic came to me right before my birthday, like but like right, literally a week and a half before my birthday, and I wanted to address it. A week and a half, and it sat in my head for about a week and a half. Before my birthday, anything, it came to me like a week and a half. And I said, obviously, there was a reason for this. There was a reason for this. Because it had to be said. I know a lot of you struggle with this. I know a lot of you struggle with chaotic thoughts. And I'm talking about everybody out there. You struggle with chaotic thoughts. A lot of you can't just chill out. You can't, you don't know what peaceful is because peaceful to you equals boredom. Peaceful to you equals boredom. And you just, if you're in the vicinity of anybody else, you might just feel a need, get that spark, that excitement, that energy to want to talk about somebody. Let me just talk about somebody. Let me find somebody to talk about. Let me just talk shit about somebody, you know, just to make me feel good. Let me get that, let me get that chaotic, that chaotic energy out of me. Sometimes I do it as a release. Sometimes you talk shit about people as a form of release. You see, sometimes it's just a form of release. And we can't be all sensitive about it. See, I ultra stand it. I'm not beating nobody up about it. I know that's a release that y'all got to do. A lot of y'all need that as a release. You see, because how many people do you run into every day? Something you may not like about them. If you encounter them long enough, you're going, you're going, you need to release that. You see? But be mindful of how you release it. Be mindful of who you release it to. Be mindful, like I said, if you're going to talk, talk to yourself. Talk about yourself. Make it therapeutic. Ask yourself, why do you feel the need to do that? Is it something in you? Like I said, I understand it as a release. You see, I understand it as a release. But you be the first one to release yourself. Release those demons from yourself. Release that need to want to spread chaos and confusion and disharmony. You see, because I say this all the time. If you cannot say something to somebody's face, then you shouldn't say it behind their back. Me, I'll say it to your face. That's the difference between me and the people that speak behind their back. I'll say it to your face. If ever asked, I will say it to your face. I ain't going to just come out and say it to you, but if ever asked, I'll tell you what I think of you because I feel it's pertinent. And like I said, it's not good or bad. It just is. People can say whatever they want about me not going to stop what I'm doing. It's not going to stop my mission. Only Amon can stop my mission. But you should all 
look at this need to have chaos and confusion in your life as just what it is, an outlet, an outlet, outlet and a purging of yourself. When you talk about people, when you speak about people, when you cause chaos and confusion, when you want to rant and rave and fight and just cause disorder and, and, and all this chaos or whatever the case may be or just cause disharmony, it's like anything. It's like, I, you know what I liken it unto? Gas. It's like gas that got to be released. You see? Because most of what you're going to say coming out of your mouth is foul. Same thing when you burp, you burp or you fart. It's going to be foul, a foul odor coming out. So it's going to be a foul stench coming out of your mouth nine times out of ten when you're talking about people. You see, same foul, foul stench. You see, so what you need to do when you speak about those people and say anything about it or cause that chaos and confusion, right after it, directly after it, you should say, excuse me, pardon me, forgive me. I just needed to let that go. You see, exactly. That's why they call it talking shit. And that's all I look at it as. You're just talking shit, running your mouth. You see. Now, there's no verbal toilet paper to clean it up. So I suggest people clean it up themselves. They learn to clean it up themselves by saying, excuse me, I'm sorry. I apologize for what I just said. That's just how it came out to me. I could be wrong. You see, but that's how I see it. That's a way to remedy that and just let it be known that you're just simply talking shit. You know, have a person rub you the wrong way, whatever impression they made upon you. You're just running your mouth talking shit. Make that clear to the person right after it. Kind of like uh, how you say, uh, um, kind of like, what's the word I want to say? What's the uh, um the thing they get when you take some medicine and they say, and they give you the, um, what's the thing they, they give you, the side effects? What is it? What's the side effects? You know, you know, they give you the, the um, side, not something else, I forget what the word is. But this needs to be explained as you're running your mouth and talking shit. That needs to be explained that I'm just talking shit, just running my mouth. You see, that's all. Don't take it seriously. I've learned not to take things like that seriously. You see, I've learned not to, and nobody should, because at the end of the day, is it really going to help us move forward? Is that kind of talk really going to help the people who are talking like that move forward? It will only satisfy you on a two-dimensional level, which we shouldn't be at no more anyway. So we move it along to a third dimensional level where we let it be known that I'm just talking shit. I'm just running my mouth. That's just how my thoughts are about it on a lower level, on a terrestrial level. But on a higher level, I love you all. On a higher level, I love you all because you all have a special place in the society, in the community, what we're doing. You see, nobody's ever going to like anybody all the way. But you ain't supposed to. You ain't supposed to. Even men and women and and, and unions and mergers, you ain't going to always like each other. It ain't about liking and disliking each other. It ain't about that. 
We got to get so thick with our skin is that we don't care what people say about us. But we, I'm going to still love you anyway. My own father talked shit about me a few times, I, and, I, and I called him on it. And I felt bad that I called him on it because he was ashamed. When I remember I questioned my father about things I heard he said about me. And he felt ashamed, my own father. So I can forgive my father. Nah, you know, he's just talking shit. You know, that is what it is. I don't let things like that harbor in my head or take up space in my head. You see, like I said, the biggest shit talk is the people that got so much to say. Don't be sensitive when you hear something about yourself because it will come back about yourself. You better take it on the chin and just keep it moving. Take it on the chin and keep it moving. That's why I tell everybody, let it roll off. Let it bounce off. You see? And don't be surprised if whatever you say comes back and rotates around to you again. But that's a test, and that's a testament, and that stands the test of time to your your level of maturity. Because what's that saying? If you can if you can dish it out, then God damn it, you better be able to take it. If you can dish it out, you better be able to take it. We not we not children here. We are adults. You see, we're adults, and you got people who allow childish things, childish disputes, discrepancies, childish beef to linger and to go on because they need that chaos in their life. They need somebody to be mad at. They need somebody to be angry. They need somebody to be angry with. But what does that do to your higher sensory? You know what it does to your higher sensory? It keeps it in the toilet. It keeps your higher sensory in the toilet when you learn to dwell there. That's what it does. You should have no hidden agendas or secrets or things like that that can cause chaos and confusion. If you can't say in front of somebody's face what you say behind their back, then you shouldn't say it at all. You see? Because it looks weak. It looks soft. It looks childlike. Cowardly. But, as I've always said, if it's not going to be conducive to that person's growth and evolution, because I've, I've, I've dressed people down, I've talked about people, I've talked to them in their face, I've cursed people out in this community, I've cursed people out, I've cursed people out in my life. I was known for my mouth and, you know, but I've, I tried to do it and I tried to make it conducive to their growth more than just beating them down. Because I genuinely wanted them to stop being a certain way or stop taking things a certain way. And even I had to take a tongue lashing at times, you see. But if it's called, like anything, constructive criticism, if it's not going to help construct a better person, your critique, then you're just talking shit at this point. Because everybody has their own personality. Everybody has their own persona. Everybody has their own way about them. You see, critiquing is supposed to be for the building up of people, not for the tearing down of people, for the building up of people. 
hate. That's how we got to do. We got to be better than the black people we came away from. We got to be way better than them. You see? We got to be better than the black people we come away from. You see? Because we're going to be judged by them, how far we've evolved beyond them. That's the judgment. We got to be way better than them. We got to be better than the people that have kept chaos and confusion going to the point where we can't. We have to start forming a community amongst us because clearer heads have to prevail. Intelligent, um, forward-thinking people, all that has to prevail. You see, all that has to prevail. We have to have thick skin. We have to have thick skin, and we have to stop being so weak. We have to stop being so damn sensitive. And above all, we have to stop being so chaotic and confused in our perceptions of people. What you might perceive about somebody as being an awful, terrible person, they might have to be that way for a reason. They might have to go through something in their life where they have to be that way. They have to be uh, um, – What's the word I want to use? They have to be secluded. They have to be guarded. They have to be on their guard. You see, I learned to see that in the bigger picture of people. You see, when you get into the minds of people and you see all of the things that you come across with people, that you learn to grow with with people and you learn to separate from the people, you look at something greater and you see something what's left behind. You see something greater. You see something greater if they can evolve past that which causes chaos and confusion in their life and they need to cause chaos and confusion in somebody else's life. You got certain people who are so damaged, they'll tear, tear somebody down. They love giving tongue lashes and tearing people down, and they don't try to rebuild nothing in the place of what they tore down. You tore down somebody's self-esteem. You tore down somebody's image. You tore down somebody's whatever, and you don't feel the need to try and build that back up. You might talk about a brother and say, yeah, this brother is such and such and such and such. But then on the other hand, it's a good brother, though. He got his ways about him, but he's such and such and such and such. He's a good brother. I do that a lot. I tear people down all the time. I ain't going to tell you who. I done tore people down all the time. I done tore them new asses and everything, tore them a new asshole and everything, stripped them down, tore them apart, verbally tore them apart. But then I said, you know what, but you got good attributes. You just need to cut that other shit out. I wasn't doing it to get off. I wasn't doing it to make myself feel good in my two-dimensional state of loathing in which I'm just tearing people apart to make myself feel good, making people feel small. Because the people who try to make you make someone look small to others – they're the real small people. Those are the small ones. We got to be better than the people we come away from if we're going to have a long-lasting unity, collective, a covenant. We must be better. I ain't saying we got to be perfect. Perfection is something that continues to happen over time if you, so should, if you should so choose that path, which we all supposed to be on this path of perfection. Perfection is an everyday or all day thing. But don't tell me I'm trying to get better, I'm trying to get better, and you're still doing the same shit. You're not trying to get better. You're still using that as an outlet, as a release. Fine. But make it worth something. Make it worth something other than you just running your goddamn mouth. Make it worth something. 
Make it mean something. If you're going to tear people down, if you're going to start something, have something to put in place, something greater. Mean something by your words. Mean something by your words. Resurrect something by your words. Reconstruct. You say, reconstruct people. Don't destruct people unless they need to be destroyed. The people who you know are worth something, help to raise them. Because in you raising them, it's only better for you because that means you got somebody next to you who you got, who you can give clarity to that you can raise up. You see, give them that supreme clarity as well. Give them that clarity. You see, like I said, certain people, they're pulled down by the gravitation of that two-dimensional world. It's hard to totally leave that two-dimensional world behind when you come out of it. But you have to recognize that two-dimensional mentality, that submental mindset is just that submental. I mean, we had the right idea in talking about people. We had the right idea in talking about people. It wasn't meant to be chaotic and confused. We had the right idea, right? But the intention was wrong. The idea was right, but the intention was wrong. What do I mean by that? What I mean is, yeah, I could tear you apart, rip you apart, and tear you down and dress you down for the way, for your ways, but I'm going to replace it with something better. I'm going to give you something greater. I'm going to share something about you. Because, again, a lot of times out of 10, if people got the energy to talk about you, then that means they got the energy to raise you and build you up as well. You see, the people that just want to tear you down, talk about you, and cause chaos and confusion and be the shit starters, those are the people who are in the basement mentally. They are submental. Because if you want to tear something down to the ground, relationships, friendships, sisterhoods, brotherhoods, community, then that means you were already destructive already. You were already bottom in a barrel in the basement. If you know that your words can hurt somebody and not help somebody, but yet you still continue to hurt people, then that means that you are pulling from that submental gravitation of the two-dimensional realm. That's where you're pulling from, and you don't want to let it go. Be constructive in your criticism. Be righteous in your criticism. Be real in your criticism. Don't criticize people just to do that just so you can sound deep and heavier. You can sound like you're so much better than somebody else. Don't do that. Because I guarantee you, you're not. Nobody is. We all growing. We all works in progress. That's what we're here for. We come out the black race. So stop goddamn acting like you're better than anybody else. That's for those who are doing that. Those who like to run their mouths. Talk about people. Talk about yourself. Talk about what you do. How you are. What I always say. Before you talk about anybody, talk about yourself. Before you blame anybody, blame yourself. Then I can't, I got to respect whatever you say because at least you're willing to get in the garbage can with the people that you're trying to put in with you. At least you're willing to get in the garbage with them. Before you do, you talking crap, at least you're willing to get in the garbage with them. You see, you saying to that by yourself, I'm not perfect. You know, sure, I spoke about this person, but I got flaws as well. You see, yeah. 
keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. We are all evolving. We are all in a state of evolution. Raw and uncut. And these are things that we have to evolve by. We need real things to evolve by. We need living examples of what not to be and what we need to put a halt to a stop to. We're not here to hurt each other. We're here to grow together and evolve together and love each other in a supreme way, uh, the best way, which is a way of understanding each other. You see, we gave all our compassion to the wrong people a long time ago, so I think we need to give compassion to those who deserve it in us. We invest in us. This is all evolution I'm giving you tonight. I'm not giving anything. I'm not trying to give out anything that's going to tear people down or make people feel a kind of way or get people looking at each other and whatnot. This is all evolution, and sometimes evolution has to be raw and uncut. Sometimes lessons have to be learned. Sometimes things must be stopped in their tracks. If it's not going to bear fruit, if it is not going to raise to something else, a greater state of being, then there's nothing. Don't tear us down. Don't tear yourself down by tearing others down. You see, we're here to correct ourselves. We're here to correct ourselves from here on out. And I hope everybody's listening to me, the ones who need to hear this, the ones who can't seem to hold their tongue, the ones who can't seem to stop gossiping and talking shit and running their mouths. Do we got to get the soap out and wash out people's mouths? I hope not. Do we need toilet paper for your tongue? I hope not. You know, learn to close your mouth because sometimes those of you who run your mouths, you're just as offensive as if you were burping or farting. Your mouth can be just as offensive and smell just as bad. You see, we don't need that stench as we're going forward. We don't need the stench of your empty words. Replace that empty mouth and those empty words with words of power, with words of strength. Build your brothers up. Build your sisters up. Tear, if, you, if need be, tear them down where they need to be tore down at. Tear them down where they need to be tore down at. And build them up and make them stronger. This is evolution. This is almond. You see, this makes us, this builds better, this builds better persona. Because like I said, in, inside of this all, you see, inside of us all is a greater persona. If not, we wouldn't be here. And those of you who are listening, you see, who are taking in this cast, look at your own lives. And look at what has impacted your lives. Look at what has stopped you from growing. You see. Look at what stops you from growing. Your own words can stop you from growing. Your own words. I always make sure I have words of encouragement, whether I'm ripping you apart or I'm building you up. There's always words of encouragement that are going to follow. You see, kind of like how your mother your mother or your father used to whip your ass. Well, your grandmother or your mother whooped your ass and with the belt and whatnot for doing something wrong. And then they'll come make you some food afterwards and tell you, you know, they're telling you, 
you know, come on, why you make mommy whoop your ass like that? And tell you, come on, they patch you up and everything, and they tell you you're going to get your ass whooped like that again if you do it again. You see, that was an ass whipping of love. You see, sometimes people need to be lashed with love to correct you. You see, you need to be lashed with love to correct you. Because we all need correction at points in our lives. We all need corrections at points in our lives. We have to be mindful of what we're saying, what's coming out of our mouth, if we are offending people. If you're saying anything that can harm someone's character, you need to apologize. Because you can leave bad impressions with people just by your words. Don't let the first words that come out of your mouth upon meeting people is something negative. Never. Always make it balanced or say nothing at all. Reality. Reality is power. You see, we about building greater in the place of that which was nothing. You see, reality is power. And certain people are going to have to be sacrificed on the altar of reality. Certain people will have to be called on their shit. And they're going to have to eat it, but it's going to make them better. I was always willing to put myself up on the altar first, show you how real I am. I didn't hide nothing about myself because I don't care. You see, I sparked up the cigar full of marijuana. And started teaching y'all on live and whatnot. Now, what leader is going to do that? I set myself up for what kind of criticism? I put myself out there. I could have played like I didn't smoke. I could have played like I didn't smoke marijuana. I don't care what nobody think about me. This message is more important. If that's what you, if that's all you can focus on, why you're not going to listen to me? Because I like to smoke marijuana. Very uh, therapeutic for me. Very relaxing for me. If that's what bothers you, then don't listen to me. You too goddamn sensitive. If my language bothers you, certain things I say, then goddamn it, don't listen to me. It ain't for your sensitive ass. But I'm also going to say to you, while you're judging me, judge the words that come from me. Judge the transmission and the direction I'm taking my people in. Because I'm the realest leader that y'all ever going to have in your life. I'm the realest and the last real, the, the realest leader you ever going to have. There's no hide nothing from me. I don't hide. I don't hide. And neither should you. If I don't hide, you shouldn't have the right to hide. Hide behind your words. Hide behind people. Trust that people won't put you on the spot. Because you will be put on the spot from your higher self. Your higher self will put you on the spot. Your higher self will shame you. Raise above that. Raise beyond that. Give yourself righteous clarity in your assertions about people and yourself. Alter that out of yourself. Learn to alter it out. Learn to come to a better understanding on who you are and what you are here for. You didn't come here to gossip and talk shit. 
You didn't come here to slander and backbite. You didn't come here to down people. You came here to raise yourself, and in raising yourself, you raise everybody around you. Everybody's better for knowing you, the greater you who you came here to be. Be that. Don't act like it. Be it. Right back.
I know a lot of us want to escape chaos and confusion in their lives. Want peace in your life. You want harmony. You want it, right? But is it attainable? Is it attainable? We all have this need. I I, I found this. I was sitting around my place early, and I was, um, you know, I was tired. I was bored. You know, you get those tired and bored spaces. Like I said, I got to always remember that boredom is a part of life. Boredom is a time where clarity has to come about in your mind, things that are unresolved in your life, things you need to think about, you know, in your life to make yourself better. I realize that that's the need for boredom. There's a need for boredom in your life. There's a need where your life just stops. You don't have any activity going on. Your mouth is closed. You're not talking. You're just trying to iron out iron out things in your life. Most of it is chaotic and confused. Things you're trying to get a handle on, things you're trying to understand, things you're trying to get ahead of and move beyond. This is the reality of life. This is the reality of your life. And it's the life that you need to constantly grow into. You see, if you're not growing into life and you know, moving past chaos and confusion in your life to make your life that much easier, then you're not really growing at all. You're going to have to bypass a lot of chaos and confusion in your life before you get to a moment of clarity, a moment of law and order. Because, see, law and order produces peace, peace of mind, peace to your environment. You see, that's why they say the law enforcement people are the ones that keep the peace, right? And they do. Because you got a lot of chaotic people out here. You got a lot of people who feed off of chaos and confusion. That's really why people commit crimes. People don't commit crimes. Nine times out of ten, they commit crimes to add problems to their life, chaos and confusion to their lives. They commit crimes. They rob. They steal. They sell drugs because they want a little bit of that chaos in their life. They need that outlet in their life. With so much chaos and confusion going on around you, you're bound to take in some of that you know, and you're being, remember I said raised up around our parents when I heard them talking about people, you know, raised up around people that did grimy stuff. So we were raised in chaos and confusion. So you're bound to take that in at some point in your life. And you have to, along with anything you take in, you got to eventually let it out. With everything and anything that you take in in your life, you have to eventually let it out. You have to eventually release it. And that's what your slander, your chaotic and confused words, the words that can possibly cause a rift or a tear in relationships and friendships and brotherhood and sisterhood and community, whatever, and marriages, merges, whatever, that's your need to let things out your need to cleanse yourself. You see, sometimes people need to cleanse themselves. Hell, well, not sometimes. Every time people need to cleanse themselves because you have so much stored up anger, so much stored up confusion and chaos, so much vitriol for others. And sometimes it might not even be personal. You just feel a need to expel some sort of negativity. You feel it. 
because you inhale it, so you just like breathing in things, you got to, you know, exhale. You got to exhale. You might say stuff about people, and you might not even really mean it. You probably don't even mean it. You'd be like, yeah, that's such and such and such and such and such. Hey, how you doing, bro? What's up, bro? What's up, bro? Hey, how you doing, sis? When you see him next man, but you were just talking shit about him, you know, you know, whatever. You're just talking shit. But, again, you got to let the hot air out somewhere. You got to let the gas out somewhere. You see, that's why I told you, when you speak ill of someone, make sure you say excuse me afterwards. Like I said, the same way you would burp or pass gas and you just happen to do it, you know, unintentionally, think of your words that way. Think of whatever chaos and confusion you're going to do before you do it in that way. And then that will help you to not do things that you're going to feel sorry about later. You see, things that are going to, you know, reflect upon you. Because whatever chaos and confusion that you cause is only going to reflect upon you. Don't reflect upon the person that you're trying to invoke it upon. Because people just ain't got to even talk to you. They don't got to fuck with you. They ain't got to deal with you. They don't got to deal with you. So you got to hold that anger. You got to hold that vitriol. You got to hold all of that. You got to hold that. You see? And it ends up making you rot inside. It ends up making you poisonous inside. You see? Because you ain't got nobody to let it out. You might harbor thoughts about people and you need an outlet, a release. Just like anything, you see, what goes in must come out. What goes up must come down. But we're not looking to just go up. We're looking to go out, continuously out and to keep going. How do we keep going in our evolution? By burning out the sensation of chaos and confusion. Burning out that sensation of chaos and confusion burning it out to whereas it doesn't even exist in you anymore. And I'm going to tell you something that's pretty scary because all you have left, and to some, it is kind of scary, even to me, is too much peace, too much clarity, too much peace. Is there such thing? Yeah, it can be sometimes. You're like, damn, it'll come off as being bored. It's just too quiet. But then you start to suspect you like you start looking for the chaos and confusion. You're like, oh, it's too quiet, it's too peaceful. I know some shit's about to jump off. I know something I'm about to hear some bad news. I know I'm about to hear this, that, and the third. Right? And sure enough, you bring it into you. Sure enough. Right? Why? Because how it works. That's how. Clarity, transmission, and extension work. You have to have some sort of explosion to blast you into that state of being, that state of higher consciousness. You have to have that explosion even in yourself. You have to burn out those desires. You have to burn out those desires to cause chaos and confusion. You have to burn out those desires to be double-minded. You have to burn out those desires to be indecisive because all of those play a part in chaos and confusion. Your indecisiveness, your chaotic and confused state, your want and desire to talk about people or take a shit on people mentally and verbally, take a shit on people. You got to let all that go. 
fault for standing as you are in the process of letting it go. As you are in the process of emptying out your mental bowels. I'm being funny, but you know what I mean. I'm being, you know. Say excuse me. Apologize. It'll humble you. And it will uh, make everyone around you know that what you did or what you said was for a reason. That it was for a reason other than just to tear things down, tear people down, tear yourself down, tear down situations around you. Let it be for a reason. Don't just say and do things for no reason. Don't just tear down things for no reason. Don't just tear people apart, situations apart for no reason. Make it for something. You see? Because then you get a better handle on why you're doing what you're doing. Again, chaos and confusion is excitement in a lot of people's lives. Chaos and confusion is excitement in a lot of people's lives. And I'm guilty of of seeing it that way. I was excited by chaos and confusion. I was excited by it. I was excited by drama at one time. But then as you get older, as you mature, you want things to calm down. You want things to be more. I wasn't over the top with it because I've always desired peace. But a little chaos and confusion at times, you know, it kind of, you know, added a little zest and, you know, flavor to life. But now as I require less flavor, as I require less seasoning, as I require less spice in my life, you know, it gives me less gas, less to espouse, less energy to waste, and I can really put that energy into growing something even greater. You see, I can put energy into growing something greater. I could say this. I could say to somebody, "Yeah, why you got to be like this, that, and the third? And I don't like this, that, and the third. But what I do like about you is that you were man enough or woman enough to listen to me and hear me out, and we could talk about it. That's constructive. That is evolution. That is amen. See, that's human when you just tear people down and you don't have nothing constructive or anything good to say. That's not even balance." That's not even balance. You see, that's not balance and it's not constructive when you tear somebody down and you don't tear down yourself in the process. Tear yourself down in the process. Tear yourself down in the process if you want to tear somebody else down. Tear your own damn self down too. See how you like it. Do it simultaneously as you talking about somebody, talk shit about yourself too. You see? You know, tear yourself down in the process. See how you like it. See how you like it. See how you feel about it. That's the only way to know how somebody else would feel upon hearing that. That's the only way. As you talking about somebody tearing somebody down, talk about yourself or and saying in the same breath, say something negative or bad about yourself. That'll that'll make it righteous. It'll make your words even more righteous. You see, that'll make your words even more righteous because now you're not trying to cop this mindset of I'm better than this person who I just talk shit about. No, no, you're not. No, you are not. You see, 
upon saying, yeah, you know, this person is such and such and such and such, but you know what? I know I'm a such and such and such and such too, and I know I can be this way too. I know I'm messed up too. That's righteous. That's righteous. That's the bridge that we need to build with each other because we come out of something terrible called the black race. And the black race is self-righteous for no reason at all, right? Self-conscious, right? Unconscious, right? Unrighteous. And it all leads to nothing. There's no base there. There's no balance there. There's no sharing of responsibility when it comes to the critique, the criticizing, and the deconstruction of other people, even yourself. There's nothing there to balance that other, pick it back up as you're tearing it down. In this world, when you destroy something, you're supposed to rebuild something in this place even better. You hear me? I, I done destroyed everybody, every doctrine I could think of. I finished off with, I, I, I picked up what Dr. York was finishing off, and I destroyed all of the religions and the Christianity, Islam, the Judaism, the Masonry, all the stuff that's out here from the last millennium, but I put something greater in its place for you all to grow, and that's intellect. I put something greater in its place. I didn't just tear down everything like a lot of niggas do. They just tear down shit and don't have nothing to put in place of that. Those are people that like chaos and confusion. They're the ones that like chaos and confusion. Don't tell me how bad the Nation of Islam is or how bad the, the Wapians are or how bad Dr. York is or how bad Elijah Muhammad was or how bad anybody is. If you ain't putting nothing in its place, it's better. I'm the only one that's fit to criticize anybody because I'm going to replace that which I criticize. You can't criticize nobody if you're not going to criticize yourself and tell somebody what will make them better in the critique and thus make yourself better. You see, these are shifts and adjustments that we must make. We must not be burdens to one another. We must not be burdens to one another. We must not be burdens to each other. You see, we we must not be burdens to ourselves. Growth is powerful. If we can grow past the chaotic and confused state that we come out of, if we can outgrow that wanting that desire and that attraction to cause chaos and confusion in the lives of ourselves and others just for that excitement, just for that that rush, and just for that out that release, that outlet that you had stored up in you like gas, like I gave like gas. That's powerful. Because now you directed that energy. That would have been useless in the two-dimensional world within the black race to something even greater in the fourth dimension. That builds your clarity. That builds your persona. It builds you up as an amen and an ah woman. That builds you up in a more powerful state because you were willing to rebuild others in your image and a greater image of yourself. You were willing to take the time and rebuild others. You know, I was always accused of sometimes being harsh with my words. Right? I I was always accused of being harsh with my words. I had a family member who was overweight, obese, to the point of, you know, 
It could have been um, health problems. And I used to always beat up on this person. I ain't going to say we used to always beat up on him, call him fat, call him all kind of names, and made, made no bones about how I felt disgusted by all the weight that they had on them. And, I, and now they lost all that weight. And I would like to think, I would like to think, in fact, I know that my ridiculing and taking shots at them uh, motivated them enough to get up off their ass and lose all that weight. And they did it. And I'm proud of them. You see, sometimes you got to be hard because you people that's being soft with people trying to protect their feelings and stuff like that, you'll let them, you'll let these people die. You'll let these people have an early mortality because you're trying to protect their feelings and you're telling people don't, don't talk about their weight, don't make them feel bad. They need to feel bad. They need to cry. But I'm not doing it from a thing of trying to get off and make myself feel good because I didn't come to bring chaos and confusion in your life. I came to bring clarity and greatness there and make you a better person. That's what my critique is. Now, that makes your critique powerful. Okay. That made it powerful because you were able to make them better, even if they didn't like you for it at the moment. Even if they was like, oh, why you got to talk about my weight? You ain't got to call me fat ass and lard ass and all this other stuff. Well, I'd rather be standing and looking you in your face and then you see that you're alive to call you a lard ass and a fat ass and, a, you know, whatever I got to call you to snap you out of that state of death, that state of mortality because when you gain gaining weight on your body like that, it's just one more step toward grace because we got demons out here moving all around us looking to inhabit our, inhabit our body and that those demons are looking to kill us you see those demons are looking to kill us those are the demons that get inside of our body that spirit, those spiritual demons that get inside of us and look for a thrill in our physical vessel. Those are the demons that want to smoke five packs of cigarettes a day, want to sniff up cocaine, shoot heroin, overeat, and all that. Those are those death demons, man. Those are those death, spiritual death demons that are looking to take your vessel for a ride. Got you talking reckless about people, talking crazy, disrespecting people, slandering and backbiting people. That's those death demons because it don't, not only takes an impact on your body when you partake in those things, but when you just tear people down without trying to build up, it takes a toll on your mind as well. And it makes you act off. That's why you see a lot of these black females out here walking around, they angry all the time, they mad, these niggas got to walk around, screw face on and whatnot. They got a lot of demons on them, man, because they've been addicted to chaos and confusion in their lives. Now, what I say, we got to do better. We got to be better. The people we came away from. We'll be right back.
we all are in a state of improving ourselves. We, we should be. Those of you who are not in the Mesoamerican community, I implore you to go to the Mesoamerican community. Go to the Mesoamerican community site, the uh, Mesoamerican community site. Go there and um, join. That is how people enter the community now, the Mesoamerican community. This is how people enter the community now. This is how we enter the community. This is how you're able to, you know, access this knowledge that I'm only going to give amongst the elect. See, that's important. It is very important in the evolution of our people that we become powerful in ourselves, amongst ourselves. That's powerful. We need to have real talks like this beyond just, you know, uh, blog talk radio because we really are breeding a greater people. Go to the Mesoamericancommunity.com and become a member. Go to the Mesoamerican community under membership and become a member. The Mesoamericancommunity.com because I'm going to reveal something about Mesoamerica and it being a training ground for the Amun. That society, why it was built up so vast. See, because let me explain something to you about society builders, community people. You see, in order for you to build a society, a community, a covenant, that means you have to be ascending above and beyond certain things, certain ideas and mindsets. You have to be ascending beyond that. You have to be ascending beyond a certain mindset, beyond a certain mentality. You have to be on a higher level mentally. And this is only going to come about when you accept the reality of what you came here to do, and that is become greater. Now, all we need is people who think the same way. We need those who think the same way. I told you our goal should always be to be greater, to evolve on a greater level than that which we came from. You see, you can't build civilization, societies, communities, things like that when people are constantly trying to utilize chaos and confusion in their lives. When you find a need to bring about chaos and confusion, find a very close person that you can let that out with because that's what the access point should be. You should find a person close to you who you can let out that chaotic and confused energy within you, somebody close to you, where they don't mind hearing your mental gas. They can excuse your mental gas. Y'all can share your mental gas together, but understand that it is just a release. It is just a release. You see, Sometimes you need to release certain ideas out of your head. You need certain people to help you release ideas out of your head. And they might not be pleasant ideas. They might not be ideas. Like I said, you might be talking about people or anything. You might need people to release certain ideas out of your head. And then you can give clarity on those ideas. You can assess those ideas and why you feel that way. This is an evolution in how you should look at things. Let's not hide things in the dark. You see, let's extend ourselves on a higher level. Let's extend ourselves on a higher level. Let's extract 
our thoughts, even if they're submental, and find out why we have them, then we release them. We release them because they become useless to us. Extract them from us. Let them out. And then excuse yourself. You see? You know how old people used to be when they start, like my grandmother used to do this, and you might hear certain people do this. When they start talking about people and whatnot, they'd be like, I don't mean to talk about nobody, but such and such and such. And they'll apologize because they know what they're saying is wrong. They don't mean to talk about nobody, but blah, 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 blah. And then they start talking about somebody. And I, I guess that kind of softens it a little bit. You know, I, I guess that kind of softens it. You know, extend yourself in what they doing, what you do. You see, you can't have a greater society. You can't be part of a greater society if you're not brave enough to do this. You see? And that is be real with each other. Be real with yourself. Meet all of your issues with yourselves and resolve them. The beast has therapy to do that. But we have something even greater. We have something even greater. We got intellect. We got intellect. Mentelect resolves and heals all mental and submental powers. And I'm saying mental energy that we need to expouse in the two-dimensional world and the third-dimensional world in order for us to go into that fourth-dimensional state, that upper-dimensional. Excuse yourself. Exactly. Right? So that you, that what you're doing is just merely a release to let something go, to get it out, like gas, like anything else that got to go, let it out. Get it out. And allow people to relieve themselves mentally. Say what you think. Constructively. Be critical of your own words. Be mindful that they are being said, these things should be said to Raise you and the person that you're speaking on. Raise you and the person you're speaking on. Because if not, it's all for nothing. You're just talking shit now. Like we said, just talking shit. Clean your shit up. Make sure you clean your shit up. It's powerful. You see? Right? You see, that's powerful in itself. Your ability to clean up. Your ability to want to clean up. It's kind of like grooming yourself in a way. It's kind of like grooming yourself in a way. Like you got a lot of these guys who refuse to clean themselves. Like you got the Muslims, the Israelites, they walk around with dirty beards on their face and stuff like that. And they'll walk around and they don't want to clean themselves up. Let's face it, certain people don't have the desire to clean up their minds, clean up their bodies, clean up their soul. A lot of people don't have that desire. If you came this far, then that means you have the desire to do all of the above. Clean everything, clean house, clean mind, clean body, clean soul. Whatever so often, you got to give mind, body, and soul that enema. You got to let things out. 
You got to let out that chaos and confusion. You got to let out that, that built-up anger, that hostility, that emotion. You got to let it out. Yeah? Don't hold on to it. Don't use it as a crutch for excitement. Find some real excitement in your life. And don't make that your excitement. Don't let passing your mental gas be excitement. Don't let your 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 desire for chaos and confusion and excitement be the fuel that guides you someplace. Because I trust me, you're not going to be guided any place. The fourth dimension is closed to that type of activity that amounts to nothing. It is closed to those who are still submental. It is closed to those people who don't acknowledge what that means to drop out that gas, expels that gas, let that gas go. They don't understand the need for that, the reason for that, the reality behind that. You see, we should never do things for the sake of doing it. Do them for a reason. Now, I told you have a damn good reason why you're talking shit about people. Have a damn good reason why you are, you know, doing whatever you're doing that's chaotic and confusing. Because then when you have a reason, then the confusion starts to disappear and we know what you're dealing with. And then the chaos starts to subside because now we're getting a handle on things. Things are getting clearer. And when things get clear, you can put them in a proper place, in a proper perspective. All it takes is for you to talk it out. Speak it out. Don't half-ass it. Speak it out. Am I making myself clear? Am I making myself clear? It's clear. This will be so much, this will make yourself, will make you so much better in your life. I promise you that. It'll make you so much better in your mergers, in your sisterhood, in your brotherhood. We should not harbor any ill will toward each other at all, at all. We are a next community, a next nation, a next foundation of something greater. We got to be better for, than that. those who we came away from. I don't know how much I can stress that. We got to be better than those that we came away from. You see, right? We didn't come here to be black, so let's not be black. Let me write, go ahead and read this question for you. Out there. Why can't most people live without chaos and confusion in their lives? Because most people think that chaos and confusion in their lives is meant to be a form of excitement and outlet, an out, uh, outlet. Because nine times out of ten, they don't have anything real going on in their life. So they end up having to talk about people as a form of entertainment to make themselves feel good or bringing chaos and confusion into a situation, stirring up shit starting stuff, the shit starters. Because, as I said, nothing going on in their life, and they need to create a situation to bring some excitement, some motion, some movement to their life. My suggestion is you do that. If you're going to do that, take it a step further. And then look to excuse yourself and look to make yourselves better with your words and what you're saying in hopes of building yourself and that person you're tearing down up. Right. What does chaos and confusion represent? Lawlessness and disorderly conduct, which disturbs the peace 
disturbs the mental peace of you and that person who you may be directing that 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 um that submental message toward, or the person you might be tearing up things in, the, in your relationship, tearing down things, and causing problems and things like that, and you're not communicating as to why you're doing that. There should always be a rhyme and reason. If there is none, then you need to shut that down and just let it be known that this is just a outpour or, you know, flushing yourself out mentally, dropping a lot of waste. It needs to be dropped out somewhere. What does law and order represent? Peace of mind, clarity, right? That's what it represents, structure, order. Can people live with with can people live through chaos and confusion? No, they can survive through it. But one thing I notice about chaos and confusion in the lives of people, it kills you slowly every day. Because when you have negative or harbor ill thoughts or ill will toward people or just in your situation where you look to bring some kind of chaos and confusion being caused and people arguing and fighting and backbiting and ready to you know, bring it to some situation, be it about money or anything you're doing, it's never worth it. It will only eat at you down the line. It will only eat at you. A lot of that back and forth started on the damn slave plantation. A lot of times the white man would send people down and it caused chaos and confusion amongst each other, the light skin against the dark skin, all this dumb shit, just so that they wasn't at his throat. You see, that's the way they kept chaos and confusion on the white man. Started that even amongst our people in slavery. Oh, the dark-skinned ones against the light-skinned ones. That's some shit he started so that we wouldn't be at his ass, the real person that ass we were supposed to be at and ripping apart. You see, he knew how to misdirect our energy. What happens to those who don't have chaos and confusion in their lives? If you don't have it, it's because you learn to let it go, not because it wasn't there, because it's always there. In one way or the other. But that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust and Amen we think and Amen we continue for forever. NZZ and NZZ and 144. Good night.
your life can truly be. Shining star for you to see. What your life can 